Welcome to Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Uh, Yes, even for you. You might just have to redefine what it looks like for yourself. I'm your host, fellow working mom and founder of Your Life Rocks, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical, real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to redefine what balance looks like for you and your life? Let's go. Hey there. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I'm so excited that you're here because we're continuing in our series of helping you be the very best mom that you can be. Now, if you've missed some of the other episodes in the series, I hope you go back and have a listen because truly our heart for doing this series is to help us just do that, be the best mom that we can be because being a mom is one of the hardest jobs that we can have. And there's not really a job description. There's no training program, but there are some great experts that can help give us some wisdom, give us some tips, and really help us look inward and how we can follow Christ in following in that journey of becoming the best mom possible. Now, I am so excited for today's episode because today we are talking about the Enneagram and how that relates to parenting. Now, if you've listened to the show for a while, we've talked about Enneagram here and there, but we've never really dived deep into the topic. And we're going to be doing that today, but through the lens of knowing ourselves better so that we can be better. And when we're talking about being better, it's not about being perfect. It's not about trying to be perfect. It's not about putting on a fake front. It's truly about taking every opportunity that we can to grow and not waste any time because our kids are growing up fast and life goes by pretty fast. And so we really want to make the most of every moment that we have, every opportunity that we have, we need to make sure that we are proactive, intentional, and well-equipped for this journey that we're on. And that is what we're all about inside of Life Balance Membership here at Your Life Rocks. Life Balance Membership is our membership program that we have for moms that are looking to really create more balance in their life. They want to be intentional. It's no longer about wishful thinking or hoping maybe someday, one day, things will calm down enough that I can do the work necessary but it's moms that are really hungry for that change. And inside a Life Balance membership, we offer a wide variety of different courses, including our signature Life Balance program. Now you can take the course for the Life Balance program in probably like an hour, but then it's about implementing what you learn over the course of a 90-day period. So it really becomes part of who you are, a way that you operate, a way that you show up in the world, and the way that you approach goals in order to achieve them. And we're not talking about just goals at work. We're talking about goals in all eight areas of life that we talk about here at Your Life Rocks. That's your faith, your marriage, parenting, career, health, home, finances, and friends and fun. And inside the membership, we have resources to help you grow in each of those eight areas, in addition to a library of planning tools, including our menu planning for success, monthly reviews, SOPs for your career, and so much more. And our guest today is adding to those library of resources with some tools to help you in your walk in motherhood. Now, you can try it out for free for seven days by going to lifebalancemembership.com or you can upgrade right inside the Your Life Rocks mobile app. Now, our guest today and a contributor to the Life Balance Library, as well as a contributor to the free lifestyle guide that you can also find in the Your Life Rocks app. Erin Slutsky is a mom of four very different and wonderful girls. She's also a grandmother of 
an adorable granddaughter. She is a nurse, an accredited Enneagram practitioner, and a MOPS international mentor and coach with 20 years of experience. And what I love about Erin's approach to helping moms be the best version of themselves is that she doesn't just use a cookie cutter model. She really is all about highlighting your individual strengths and how you can highlight those natural tendencies that you have, those God-given gifts that you have to become more comfortable and confident in your walk of motherhood. I so enjoyed learning from the wisdom from Erin, and I know you will too. So let's get into my interview. Erin, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you on today and to discuss all of the great wisdom that you have for us today. But before we get into all of that, share with us a little bit more about who you are. Jenny, I am so excited to be here. I am Erin Slutsky and I'm married to an Erin. So, um, oh my gosh, that is amazing. <laughs> if you ever hear about me talking about Erin in a weird sense, um, I'm talking about my husband, Erin. So, we have been married for about 28 years now, and we have four beautiful daughters. And let's see, Kate is 14, Madeline is 17, Emma is 20, and Abby is 22. And Abby is married and has a little daughter, Journey, who's one and a half. So we only do girls in our family. Only way to be a, a guy in our family is to marry into it. <laughs> I love it. I feel like my family is just the opposite of that. Like my husband's brother has a little boy. His cousins have boys. We have boys. Like that's just all boys, which, you know, makes it exciting. (laughs) Yeah. So we just love our girls. And one reason why I have a heart for moms is my involvement with MOPS, Mothers of Preschoolers International. Because they are the ones that planted the seed when my oldest was nine months old. And um, I didn't have any mom friends. And I didn't have any family in the area. And I needed help. I needed support. So I decided to go to this meeting of moms. And I met some great mom friends there. And they invited me to church, which is where I heard about Jesus. And we were able to raise our four girls in the church and they came to know Christ. And my in-laws who are Jewish came to know Christ um, before they passed away. So that little seed of mops and being around other mom friends spread through three different generations. That is incredible. Oh my gosh. We're going to have to have you come back on the show and talk specifically about that at some point in time, because I feel like you know, when we think about what God's will is for our life, I truly believe it's as simple as knowing him and helping other people to know him. And you never know the smallest influence and the power and the the ripple waves that that can have throughout generations. You don't know. And you always have to be on the lookout and open and and, um, just reaching out and receiving at the same time. So yeah. And so MOPS led me to... um, meeting a ton of great mom friends that um, were homeschooling. So a little backtrack a little bit. I went to nursing school. 10 days after I graduated nursing school, we had our second daughter. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So it was after her that we decided I would stay home and be a full-time mom. Well, we're going to get talking about the Enneagram a little bit. And I'm an Enneagram three. 
and I don't just stay at home and do nothing. I'm an achiever. I'm a performer. And so, of course, I dug deep into homeschooling um, my four girls for about nine years and um, started a homeschooling group at our church. Just really, really enjoyed that until it was time for them to go to school. So they've been in public school. Our two oldest are in college and I've got the two youngest in high school still. And so I'm at that, in that season of, okay, God, what do you want me to do? You've given me this love for moms. You've equipped me with tons of experience with women's ministry and Bible study and mops. And this Enneagram thing is so interesting. What do you want me to do with it? You got to be careful with those kinds of perks. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes. He might ask you to create a business called Mom Sense Coaching <laughs> and reach out to and broaden my scope of serving moms and equipping them for the world's most important job. I love that so much. And I, this is why I wanted to have you on for this series where we're talking about really how do we equip ourselves to be the best moms possible? And, you know, we've talked a lot about Enneagram on this show. We've had different guests that have come on and it's come up in conversation, but we've never really talked about what Enneagram is or how to really utilize knowing about yourself or knowing about others on the Enneagram and what that can do for your relationships. And so I think so much of the way that we can be the best version of ourselves is to truly know ourselves and to know the way that we operate. So can you share with us a little bit about what Enneagram is and, and kind of the basics? Well, the Enneagram, I like to describe it as a tool that tells you how you see the world. And it creates empathy for yourself and for others. Because I am a true believer that in order to love our neighbor, we need to love ourselves first, right? Love others as you love yourself. But if we're not loving ourselves, which can happen really easy in motherhood because we're so consumed with the kids and, and everything that we have to get done. Some of us are working, some of us are in school, and there's just so much and we neglect ourselves. But if we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't give our kids the best mom, the mom that they deserve. So the Enneagram helps us discover or rediscover who we are and how God created us. Because I also believe the more we know ourselves, the more we will know and love God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the Enneagram, um, Ennea means nine, gram, diagram, think of it that way. And many of you have probably seen the symbol and the symbol can sometimes throw people off, but there's nine points and they're all connected. And so everyone is given a number and we actually have all nine numbers within us. But there's one core number that motivates us to do what we do. That's where we live. That's where we're, we're, everything stems from. Sometimes when we're stressed, we'll move to another number. When we're healthy, we'll go to another number. Then on each side of that number are a thing called wings. So for example, I'm a three. On one side is a two. The other side is a four. And the way I've been trained is... We need to use both wings to fly. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we'll have a natural leaning towards one, but we're we're neglecting the other. That's interesting. I've never heard it described quite like that before because I've done like, you know, the online quizzes and things like that. And I'm an Enneagram nine and I thought I only had one wing and it was a wing of a one, but I should have like another wing. Right. Um, If you're a nine, one of your wings is a one. The other one is an eight. 
So, yeah, so you may use the one more than the eight, but in some situations, going to that eight gives you a great perspective. So your wings are more of a different perspective of your core type. Got it. Okay. That makes a lot of sense that I would have a wing of an eight, actually, now that you say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So how do you, how do people know what these eight different things, like if you had to quickly describe one through nine, like what, how, and I know there's probably hard to describe it quickly, but if you had to kind of like sum it up for each of the different numbers, how would you do that? Or could you do that? Well, I can, I can, it may lead people to start exploring, which is good, but man, the Enneagram is, there's multiple layers and technically there's 26 Enneagram numbers because each Mm -hmm. number has uh, three subtypes. But if you look at the numbers, I'll start with an eight. An eight is all about justice. A nine values harmony and peace. A one is that sometimes people call it a type A personality or they're very um, concerned about order. A two, relationships are super important to them. Three, like myself, we're uh, focused on success and achievement. Fours, connection is super important. Fives are the knowledge ones. They know everything about everything. Sixes are very concerned about safety and protecting. And sevens, those are the fun moms and the ones that seek happiness. I like that. I like that you describe it as the fun moms. (laughs) There's a couple other fun moms on there, but there's something about those sevens. They're just adventurous and Um, They take risks and they think about it later. I love this. So when people are kind of thinking about this and you're going through all of these, obviously we would encourage everyone to go and and do a full assessment. Um, And can they do that through you or is there a website that they should go to? Where can people find out more about their own Enneagram? Right. The, The Enneagram test that I administer in my coaching practice is called the IEQ9. And I set you up with that because I get a little discount and I also get the report so I can help you. I can walk you through your results because it's very detailed. It's 44 pages of a result. It's not just an online quick online test that gives you a little blurb. This tells you things you may not have even wanted to know about yourself, but it (laughs) it also gives you strategies on how to become more healthy and what um, areas maybe you're triggered in and how not to be triggered. So it just creates this um, work that we do within ourselves. So if you go to my website, momsensecoaching.com, the first step you can do is take the mom type finder. And that's a quiz that will help determine which uh, triad you are in. The uh, Enneagram has different triads. And um, the mom type finder has the heartfelt mom, which is the mom that has feelings at the surface. The go with your gut mom, or um, the moms that just have that instinct in them. The other one is the thoughtful mom, the ones that are constantly thinking and have knowledge. Mm. So if you take that quiz, you'll get one of those three results, and then you can call me and I'm going to give your listeners a free 30-minute coaching call. And oh my we can gosh, that's talk, amazing. We can talk more about 
that result you got and narrow it down even more to a possible Enneagram type. It's not 100% accurate. Now, the one I give in my coaching, if you um, decide to coach with me, the IEQ-9, they claim to be 95% accurate. Which I think is amazing because I've, I'll tell you, I've taken the, like the free online version probably like three different times and I get different numbers almost every single time. Right. Like it's just, it depends on the mood I'm in or who I want to be that day versus who I actually am. And I have a friend, one of my best friends, and she has coached with Enneagram and has done a lot of work with Enneagram and she knows me inside and out. And so she's kind of been like, you're definitely a nine. Every time I'm like, I don't think I am. She's like, no, you are. Don't lie to yourself. You are. So I think it's important to be able to have someone who can really guide you through the process and do something more in depth. Now, when we are able to identify who we are, and I took your quiz and I'm a heartfelt mom, but when we're able to really identify our Enneagram, what benefits do we have as a mom and the way that we parent our kids once we have that kind of knowledge? Well, when we have that kind of knowledge and that self-awareness, it transforms our parenting. It increases our compassion for our children, our empathy for our children. It creates a self-acceptance of ourselves, which in turn creates confident moms. That's good because I, and I think, you know, when you say self-awareness, I feel like that that as soon as we start to learn more about ourselves, and I just know in my, my own self and my wing of one, um, I like order. And when things are out of order, I get a little bit cranky. And I have one of my kids in particular who like, he doesn't even recognize that anything is out of order or a mess. Like he prefers things to be a little bit more chaotic around him. He's very creative and you know, that's his personality type. And it, it totally works great for him, but it kind of starts to rub me the wrong way. And I've been very interested in having my kids take the Enneagram just so I can get to know them a little bit better too, so I know how to better support them. What age can kids start to develop to the point that they could take an Enneagram or is it best just for adults? You know, I believe that children cannot be typed. Even my 20-year-old, I'm still kind of trying to figure her out as she continues to, you know, mature and grow. But Another triad are a stance. So we there's three different stances. There's the aggressive stance, which is someone who um, just moves towards others. They are direct and upfront, and they're also future-oriented. Then there's the neutral or dependent stance. Those are the ones that move with others. They play well with others. They seek what is right, and they're very present and in the now. And then there's the withdrawn or the detached stance. Those are the ones that move away or the child that might you might find reading in a corner and they're totally fine. The dreamer, sometimes they appear aloof and they're very past tense oriented. So with children, we can see that. We can see what stance they take on in life. Are they the ones that just run at the park and just climb to the highest jungle gym? Or are they the one that's off in the corner just playing by themselves and they're okay with that? So we can see a lot of the stance in our children. And if we can zero in on that, we can eliminate six of the numbers. Mm, okay. So then that helps you a little but, bit as far as like what, the way that you're communicating with them and when absolutely come up in life, how to deal with it. 
Right. Because if you're, you are a nine, correct? Mm-hmm. You're pretty sure that you're yeah, a nine. Sure. <laughs> so you are more, again, it, it comes out a little differently for nines, but you're more of the withdrawn and past tense thinker. Whereas you might have a child that is very outgoing and risk-taking, and that's hard for you to understand. And it's hard for your child to know why we're not doing anything. It's Saturday and they want to go, go, go. So it's really important that you know how you see the world and you know that your children see differently. I love this so much. I think that knowledge is such a powerful thing to have and to better understand ourselves and better understand our kids, I think will help us be a stronger mom. Now, I want to kind of transition this a little bit. Now, you were contributed an article to our February lifestyle guide. And in there, I love the self-coaching questions that you have and helping guiding us to be the best mom we can be by looking at things like anger and fear and shame and guilt. Can you share with us a little bit about how we can take things of self-awareness like the Enneagram? Because I think anger, fear, shame, guilt, those are all things that all moms, regardless of the number of the Enneagram that you're on, feel at some point in time or experience. So how can we be the best version of ourselves, regardless of our Enneagram, when these types of hard emotions start to come up for us? Right. So again, in the Enneagram, the different mom types, if you take that mom type finder, Mm -hmm. if you are a heartfelt mom, you will find yourself in the shame triad or guilt. You got to know the difference though. There is a difference. If you are the go with your gut mom, you'll find yourself in the anger triad. And if you are the thoughtful mom, you will find yourself in the fear triad. Again, the Enneagram masters are the ones that have kind of labeled this and found this system to be consistent. Um, Let's just, you know, even talking about fear. So the fear triad are the fives, the sixes, and the sevens. But like you said, every mom deals with fear. Mm -hmm. But the fives, sixes, and sevens are the ones that that's the the top. If you think of them as three layers, fear is going to be at the top for them. These are the moms that sometimes they um, get on the internet and their anxiety goes through the roof mm. because of many things like school shootings or the fake news that's out there or bullying or I don't know about you, but around here, there's a lot of sickness going on. (laughs) So um, a lot of anxiety and worry that may not necessarily need to be there. So figuring out what triggers your fear is super important because then you can be on the lookout for it and then bring yourself back to asking your questions of, wait, what am I afraid of? You know, is this a real thing or is it, um, you know, is it perceived or is it something I'm blowing out of proportion? Because we want, we all want to protect our children, but especially the five, sixes and sevens can be overprotective at times. Even that helicopter parent, that kind of term comes, comes out a lot. That's amazing. And I think when you are able to know this about yourself, I can just imagine it gives you so much more grace in the way that you handle situations. And to be able to almost self-manage a little bit of the fear or the shame or the guilt or the anger. Now, you said the thoughtful mom was the one who tends to go more towards fear? Correct. What about the, the mom with the strong guts, gut feelings? 
that instinct. Yeah, yeah. they're more um, geared towards anger. And that would be the ones, the eights and the nines. But the anger shows up differently for each one of them. For example, you're a nine, you might come at it a little sideways, passive aggressive, rather than the eight, which you know when she's angry. She's out there. She doesn't hide it. And the one might call her anger frustration. Mm, yeah. But it's all anger at the root of it. Yeah. Again, and other questions that you could ask yourself for any mom, what is making me lose it? Is there something maybe I'm afraid of that's coming out as anger? Are you, you know, asking, are you questioning if you even like being a mom because you're so frustrated? One of my goals for the client side coach is for them to enjoy being a mom. And I know on your podcast, you talk a lot about um, life balance. And I feel like if we have our life in balance as moms, we're going to enjoy being a mom. And when we're finding ourselves yelling at our kids all the time, we're not enjoying it. Mm -hmm. So finding out why we're yelling at our kids, what's making us frustrated. Um, and maybe if you're afraid of something that, and it's coming out as anger. I love that. And I love these questions that you have listed for us inside the lifestyle guide of the questions to ask ourselves around things like our anger and finding out where our anger is coming from so that we can really start to create more empathy for ourselves and for our kids and thinking about things that we want to let go of thinking about why we're frustrated, things we're afraid of. I just love that you have all of these self-coaching questions listed out for us because it really just makes it so simple. Now, I'm assuming then then the heartfelt mom falls under that shame and guilt. So you had mentioned that there's a difference between shame and guilt. So talk to us about what those things are that differentiate between the two. Right. Um, the term mom guilt, it gets thrown out around a lot. Um, but I think a lot of it, isn't guilt. It's actually shame. And if you know the difference between guilt and shame, you treat it differently. Guilt means that you did something bad. And the quickest way to get rid of your mom guilt is to apologize. You got to, you know, get that uh, log out of your own eye before you look at others mm -hmm. and just look at yourself and say, what did I do to contribute to this situation? Did I do something wrong? And then ask for forgiveness, right? That's the healing part of it. But with shame, we're telling ourselves that we are a bad mom. And I do hear that a lot. And it just, it breaks my heart because we're all trying to do the best job that we can. And if we're telling ourselves that we're a bad mom, there's shame in the way. We might be trying to get through some past hurts, whether it be in childhood or previous um, you know, years, and we're telling ourselves lies, basically. We're, we're saying we are defective, we're incompetent, and we're worthless. And that is just not true. God created us very good, and he loves us no matter what. And nothing can separate us from that love. So how is it okay that we're telling us ourselves these things? Ask yourself to determine if it's um, shame or guilt. And if what we're telling ourselves is truth or a lie, 
ask, what am I thinking? Is it true? What am I feeling? What are my actions? What am I actually doing? And then pay attention to your body. Your body tells you so much and you will start to learn the difference between guilt and shame. Guilt and shame triad, like you said, the heartfelt moms are the twos, the threes, and the fours. And again, they show up a little different for for each of them. I'm a three, I'm in the shame triad, and I tend to beat myself up sometimes with these lies because I feel like I'm not good enough. Mm. But then I got to remember, wait a minute, that's not true because God said that I am very good. That's so good. That's so good. And I know that you say too, like when you are believing what's true about yourself and the situation, but how do you start to train yourself in knowing what is true versus what is not true when we're constantly, if you're in this triad, telling yourself lies, telling yourself things that are not true? How do you start to differentiate between the truth and the non-truth? I don't know how not to do it without looking at what God says about us. He can't lie and he created us. And so that has to be the starting place. And once we know that he created us good and he loves us no matter what, sometimes it's hard to believe because we know what we've done. But he says, I love you anyway. That's the starting point. I don't know where else you would start. I love that so much. I think that that's so powerful in the way that we show up in knowing ourselves as a mom and in everything else we do is if we look for the truth in the word of God of what he says, and let that be the only truth that we're comparing everything else to, I truly believe that there's so much peace and so much fruit of the spirit that comes from that practice alone. Right. Because, you know, we compare ourselves to other moms sometimes, and that's where that shame and, and even fear and anger can come from when we're comparing. But when we know God, when we know how he created us and we're okay with that and we're accepting that, we're not going to compare because we don't need to. We're all so unique and different and we all have very unique and different children too. So looking to the left and the right, looking to other moms, looking on social media to see if we're cutting it, to see if we're doing it okay, is not going to be a place of truth. So we have to ask ourselves, who told us this thing that we're telling ourselves, right? Yep. Yep. So good. Because I think it is such a trap that we can fall into of comparing. But again, I feel like this is where when we can strengthen ourselves with knowledge, it helps us to be a little bit more proactive. So if we know like what our natural tendencies are and where we go when we're in an unhealthy place versus a healthy place and kind of start to develop some strategies to self-manage ourselves in those areas by knowing how we show up. I think that there's so much power in that. Now, where can people find this mom type finder quiz and and be able to get it so that they can start to gain some of this knowledge for themselves? Right. Uh, The mom type finder quiz is on my website at momsensecoaching.com. I also have a Facebook group that is on uh, Facebook. Obviously, it's called Mom Friends. And every Sunday, I've been trying to do Facebook Lives. And I just finished a whole series on fear, anger, and shame. And this last Sunday, it was probably my favorite. Um, I interviewed a mom friend who uh, shared her story about how becoming more self-aware made her feel more confident and empowered as a mom. But yeah, after you take that quiz, book a call. 
giving your listeners a free 30-minute coaching call. And I'd love to talk to them more. That is incredible. I think that that's so generous and so needed. That, And I would just encourage anyone who's listening to this, because I know sometimes when you hear like, oh, it's this free coaching call, or I, you know, I don't know, maybe I should do it, maybe I shouldn't do it. Just do it, because knowledge is power. And the more you know about yourself, you know, these are the tools that you, we all need. And if you feel like I need to grow as a mom, which everyone should feel like they probably need to grow as a mom because we don't know what we're doing, you know, having these types of tools and having experts like Aaron that can help us and use their gifts and talents to be able to help us be the best moms that we can be is truly something that we should be going after. So I want to thank you so much, Aaron, for providing that. Now, before we let you go, what would be the last parting thoughts that you would have to all of the moms listening to this and, and helping to, to equip them to better handle anger, fear, shame, guilt? I really want every mom to know that you are doing the best job you can do right now. I used to think that that wasn't ever true. Like, I can always do better. I can do better. I can do better. And again, the more I'm learning about myself, um, the more I realize I'm an achiever. But really, you're doing the best you can, mom. And your kids deserve the best mom, not a perfect mom. They want you. So well said. So well said. And the truth. <laughs> We've been talking a lot about the truth on this podcast. I'm so glad that you brought that in because I, I do feel like that that is the truth that we all need to hear and more than hear, but also accept. So Erin, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show and for doing everything that you're doing for moms out there and helping to support them and helping them to have true understanding of what the truth is by looking at life through the acceptance of, of Christ and and knowing who they are and the way that God created them. So thank you so much for all of the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. It's been a privilege. How completely generous. Not only can you take the free quiz, but then to have a free coaching session on top of that to help you be the best mom you can be is such a gift. I hope that you take advantage of Aaron's offer for all of our listeners here at Your Life Rocks. And if you know another mom, who could benefit from the same offer, just share the show with her and share with her Aaron's website and all of the information that she has. Because just like a mom shared with Aaron and it was life-changing for her, you sharing with another mom can be life-changing for them as well. And of course, you know, being a mom, being a working mom, there are so many different areas to our life outside of motherhood. And so as we wrap up this series, I'm really looking forward to our next couple episodes where we are going to be having guest experts in all the different areas of life to help you be the very best that you can be as we transition into the spring season. So until next time, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.